Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Sharpie, Chris, and Steve. Hello. Hey, how are you? Doing all right. Hello. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. Everyone doing all right? Yes. I'm good. I have some questions. No, you don't. Do you really? I've given them all to Chris to read. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. No Lauren tonight. She's spending it with family. Actually traveling from her visit from with family. So she'll be on next time. Maybe. Depends on how many shows we do. <laughs> All right. But we're going to do uh, another listener question show. We put it out there and asked for your questions. And you answered in, in waves. <laughs> so uh, this is our second listener question show for the week. And Chris, start us off. Okay, Amy writes, I am getting conflicting information on this. Is Cinderella's Royal Table an all-you-can-care-to-eat care restaurant? Ooh. No. No. So how does it on work? On some holidays, they do have a buffet, though. Really? They or do? if you wanted to push your manners aside, you could probably go pick on someone else's plate. You probably could. So you order off a menu, right? Yes. Okay. And you know what? I know that everyone complains about the food there. I actually kind of like the food there. So one of the best soups I've ever had was there and it was um, a seafood bisque. Oh, I like that. Oh, sounds to good. this day, it was amazing. And I'm not even a seafood fan, but it was absolutely delicious. All right. I, I've pointed out that I haven't been there in ages and I really need to go. It's gotta be i mean it was king stefan's uh king stefan's table when i was there last so it's been a long time the price is so high it's really hard for me to wrap my brain around it yeah like i I booked me and the three kids i booked for you know next week and um i paid it it was like i think 220 or something for dinner and uh then i canceled it i was like i can't do this but the thing is it's kind of our our obligation. We need to, and I'm not making well, light of it. it. We need to go to these places, whether we like them or not. Just like we went to, um, oh, uh, the diamond horseshoe. Yeah. Diamond horseshoe. You know, we report on things. Oh, yes. And even if it's not exactly wallet friendly. And I got to, I got to brag for a minute. We had clients uh, at Walt Disney World last year over New Year's, uh, and I was able to get them an 11.30 p.m. reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table to be inside at the stroke of midnight and watch the fireworks from inside the castle. Oh, you know what? I literally just got goosebumps. Yeah. Did you really? I did. had a spectacular time. I had no idea that would appeal to me, but it does. Yep. They they, they Um, loved it. Yeah, that is cute. I like that. Very Took cool. some wrangling, but uh, but we got but we got it for. Can them. you hook me up this year? I don't know. We'll have to see. I'd go down just for that. Fourth of July, royal oh. table castle. Oh. You know what? I don't think for fireworks. I don't think you could New Year's Eve, California Grill fireworks. That would be perfect. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. That, you know, Fourth of be. July maybe, but there's something about what Sharpie just described with New Year's. That, Being in the castle yeah, at the stroke of midnight. Yeah, that's appealing. Steve turns into a mouse. <sighs> I can tell you where I've spent like two or three years at the Magic Kingdom at the stroke of midnight, New Year's Eve. Wait, I'm going to guess at that cart. No. Where? Sewing your hats. <laughs> no. Um, one of them was in Tink's Treasures, Tinkerbell's Treasures. Uh, another was in... Oh my gosh, what's it called? What, uh, the one with the giant across the street. It used to be called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Aristocats? Yeah. Arista, yeah. I think it was called Aristocats. And um, another one was in Tomorrowland at Mickey's Star Traders, I believe it was. Do you know, we were there New Year's Eve a couple years ago, and I didn't even bother to stay. I think we were out of the parks by eight o'clock. And it wasn't that bad. See, like their their fear was of of because they had they had two kids and then their um, other other members of their family had two kids as well, and they were really worried about the the kids like really getting antsy and stuff, waiting for the fireworks outside the castle, mm-hmm. um, and they were afraid of the crowds. 
and they did want to do some park hopping that day to kind of do some avoiding of the crowds. They wanted to be sure they got back in. Uh, they were on-site guests anyway, so they they definitely didn't have any any problem getting back in late in the evening. But uh, but having that reservation, she said it, it was truly once in a lifetime experience. That does sound really nice, Sharpie. That's pretty awesome. So. And that's why I use a travel agent because we know about these crazy things that most people would never think about. Because most people would say, like, I don't want to be inside the castle to watch the fireworks. I still would rather be at California Grill. No, no. Put me in the castle, Sharpie. Give me those fritters. (laughs) Okay, Chris, let's do the next one. Yes. I'm just like, I'm sitting here thinking about those fritters because I said California Grill. Um, Okay. Amy Matthews. Oh, that's sorry. We just did her. Never mind. Sorry. Let's start over again. Okay. Kelly writes, I'm heading out for food and wine this year. I have never been before. My husband and I are big foodies and love wine and mixed drinks. What are the must do's? What can we skip? Ooh. Hmm. Food and wine. I'm not a good one on this one. I I mean, I just like exploring and walking the whole mile around because- you can take your time and you can look at the menus and you can, you can do a little research before you go. Cause we'll hopefully go and tell you what our favorites are um, and take some photos, but it's nice Here, to walk around and just kind of live in right the now from Cheapo the- Sharpie. Ah. Preload yes. a gift card or a wristband with money. Decide you're going to spend it all. You're going to dedicate a hundred bucks. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I do not like walking up to a a booth and forking over six or eight bucks for a small portion. Yeah. But if I had put it on a gift card, I wouldn't think another thing about it because I would have the goal of spending a hundred bucks on that experience. I mean, we've done crazy ticketed events, $120 for a ticket. But then whenever you think about food and wine, the experience is the food and the drinks. So spend the money, put it on a gift card to have the goal of spending the whole thing and plan not to have lunch or dinner. Plan to eat your way around the world. That's that's that's, key. that's cheapo Sharpie's advice. Yeah. I, I think that's good advice, unless you're Steve, because Steve did the same thing and he still came out with money on that gift card. Well, so I did it. So I used to Sharpie, I used to do it like you did, where I would go from booth to booth and I would pay eight dollars twelve dollars and and still be hungry and i was like wow i spent forty dollars and i just couldn't do it i enjoyed it but it was just too much money and i just every time and so then one year i got the little wristband card i put a hundred dollars on it and then you're you you're just into it and you enjoy the experience and that's the only way i managed to get over the the price tag shock because the other thing is that we always say is if you don't want to do that, you could easily take a hundred dollars and go to a really nice restaurant mm-hmm. and have a really nice experience. So it depends on which experience you like, or you could do both, but I, you are paying for the experience yeah. as well as the food and the food is good, but I mean, you literally get like, you know, a thimble full of, of cheese soup or something in Canada for $3 or $4 or something. And you're like, Okay. (laughs) But but on the flip side of that, I am not a very adventurous eater. I've I've said that a bunch of times. So I am more apt to spend eight bucks on something that I may or may not like, and I won't feel guilty about throwing it away if I don't like it. Yeah. So use that time to be adventurous. That that's yeah. Yeah, that's true. And go with people that maybe you could share stuff with. Yeah, very true. Um and that way you can experience more and it doesn't hurt your wallet as much. And if you don't and like she, it, you're not out of luck. Sorry, Chris. And she's, oh, I'm sorry. She's going with her husband so they can switch off. They can, you know, share things and stuff. That's kind of an awesome way to go. It's like a nice date night. Um, I would say I like, Mexico always has an awesome taco. I mean, obviously. Even I agree they all, with that. Yeah. They all, they usually do like a really good one. You had the ribeye that one year, right? Yeah, that was great. It was yeah. good. Um, last year they did shrimp. It was very, very good. Um, Korea is good. Surprisingly, we, we loved everything we had at Korea. Hawaii, everyone loves that pork slider. Um, Steve liked the beer flight they had it oh, in Germany. Little, yeah, and there's a Florida booth or something that's got all kinds of good stuff. Thumbs down almost all the time at France. It's just not that good. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ireland has that chocolate cake. So there's some really great highlights. And Lauren and I, I don't know if Lisa's coming or not, but Lauren and I are going to go there for the opening day this year, which is September 14th. So we should have a good report for you. 
Now, another tip is if you can go on a Monday through Thursday, you'll avoid some of the crowds there. And if you can go, you want to try it out um, for a lighter meal, you could go for lunch and do it for lunch and also avoid some of the crowds, uh, some of the dinner crowds if you just do a lunch. Weekend evenings tend to be very, very crowded. Yep. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They also tend to be very, very drunk. So if you're yes with kids, maybe, you know, skip that time. It pains my heart to see expensive alcohol being spilled on the pavement. Uh, <laughs> you well, paid $12 for that beer. Don't spill it. it I just remember trying to, be, it was like a Friday night and it wasn't even that late. It was maybe 730 and trying to maneuver through there with three kids by myself and thinking, oh, geez, you know, and the UK area, the UK area is always congested anyway at night because, you know, there's all that delightful beer. But unfortunately, when you're there with three kids, it's not quite as entertaining. So, but otherwise it's fine. I do think that you need to look at food and wine as an event. And Uh like they're saying, buy that event ticket in the form of a wristband and have at it. I would also just like to say that despite Steve's contention that he spent money with that wristband, I think he bought five things because that was, we had a mouse chat meetup and I was like, man, he's pretty cheap. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So Angela Jenkins writes, we're going to Via Napoli for the first time. We're getting the Mezzo Metro, which if you're uninitiated, that's the big pizza. She's got one adult and two teens. If there are leftovers, will they give us a takeout container? Yes. Will they? I've never yes. actually, I've always finished yeah. it. Yes. But here's the thing. It's Via Napoli. And, and, and we know Angela. Angela's awesome. Angela, it's Via Napoli. You know how the service is there. You may wait for a while for it. So just so you know. You're going to wait a carry it. minute for that. Uh, gonna, yes. Are you going to carry it? Unless you're, <laughs> Give me my to-go box. And then you can wait and you could snack on it for five hours while you wait in the frozen line oh, later yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Hand idea. Hand it out to people. Sell it by the slice. You're funny. Um, no, a lot of people that are staying over at Beach Club or Yacht Boardwalk, the mm-hmm. Epcot Resort area, um, they're probably not adverse to leftovers at all. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't think I'd want to carry it around the park with and me. Cold. Well, if, but point. if they're doing it later at night, like a dinner, not a lunch mm-hmm. and they're heading back right after dinner because they're pooped and they didn't know it would be so difficult and hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They go back to the hotel, put it in the fridge and they've got breakfast. Cold can pizza I just, is good. Can I tell you though, that, that pizza is wonderful. Y'all know how I love it, but it's also very soggy I don't think that's going to stay. That's not going to reheat at all. It's not even going to be that good cold. If you're staying so. in a villa, you'd better take your pizza stone. That's what she's saying. Yes, take your pizza stone. You know what, Sharpie? <laughs> that's not funny because you know darn well she has traveled with her iron skillet in the past. I, I have. Oh, I and, know. The, and the Parmigiano Reggiano. Yeah. It's important. You can't leave home without that. Hey, that cast iron skillet made for some great biscuits and gravy. Yes, you did a lovely job. A little heavy on the pepper that time. That was good. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. Next. Okay. I'm hesitant to read this one because I know this is going to get in all kinds of tangents, but I'm going to give it a shot. So Amy writes, (laughs) if you had an unlimited budget, how would you plan an Orlando trip or a DCA trip or a DCL trip? Oh, Oh, wow. Is this another show? You know, no, this is a I think, show. I think, I think we can. I think we can do a quick one on this and 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 come back later when Lauren's here. But it's fun. I like this these unlimited fun budget one. ones. Let's let's turn this into a show because she also says, you know, she's got three different. You know, she's got DCL, she's got DCA, she's got well Disney World, but she also wants to know the reverse. What if you were on a tight budget, Amy? This is going to be a show. Gonna have to come back to this one. Mm. I don't think Sharpie's yeah. happy about that. I know, right. Sharpie. I promise that that you will love this show topic. And, and I think so we. Lauren, oh, I don't doubt. I it. think we need Lauren too. Yeah. Okay. I just have to say this: platinum dining plan. That's all I have to say. Well, and see, this is the thing. Mm. It gets into your fantasies, right? Because already exactly. I'm the one bedroom concierge on DCL for seven nights. There you so. go. You're going with the one bedroom. 
Yeah, what the heck? I need my space. Why aren't you going for the Walt suite? Exactly. Oh, or the Roy suite. I want the one. That's with the, the awesome one the with that piano. huge tub, right? Oh, we saw that one. Yeah, that was really nice. Chris, we got to work on your your dreaming skills. I know. Oh. All right. We've got to skip that one and we'll go to the next question. We will make a show out of that. We have to. Okay. Jennifer Bates writes, when you are planning a quick weekend getaway, what, what, what is your focus? When do you depart Sunday night for the airport? Well, the Sunday night for the airport is as late as possible. That's a given. But what is your focus? We like to book the last, last late, late, late flight out on Sunday. Yeah. If we're well, flying. Honestly, if it's after 7 p.m. and there's a price difference of, you know, $50 or more, that will sway when I go. But, um, yeah, it's got to be late. It all depends on whether you're taking Monday off or whether you're taking Friday off. Who needs sleep sharp? You sleep when you're dead. Yeah. I mean, you well, really no, no, need no. to make I, it I up. mean, as far as to extend the trip. So, like, go Friday morning or leave Monday night. That's what I'm talking Let's about. Let's assume neither. She's You're got working Friday, a nine to five. Saturday, and Sunday down here. You're right. working a nine to five, so you get there on Friday after work. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get off a little early that day. You sneak out. But you're getting to Disney that night, Friday night. See, mm-hmm. we have a local flight that flies Thursday night and comes back Sunday afternoon. No. Ooh, that's no, awesome. no, no, no. Sharpie, you cannot change the rules. <laughs> Sharpie's trying to squeeze in I an extra day. I away. That's not fair, Lisa. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, these are the rules. <laughs> plays by them. We like All right. To, so yeah. do you know what my thoughts are on this? I would say really good food, sit down because I want to eat and um, a good resort because if it's a short trip, I want to be as convenient as possible. I forgot the question. I know we're trying to talk about a weekend, but I forgot oh, the question. <laughs> how do you, how do you, what, how do you do a quick weekend getaway? And as I say, best resort I can afford, I realize every time I do this, I stay at pop. So disregard. Well, if we fly, it's nice because you get Magical Express. So you get there early. You're usually on a shuttle really early. You go right to the resort uh, and, and then you're into everything and you're good to go. Um, if we drive, and we sometimes we want to save a little bit more money. We just go super early. I mean, we get up at like three, four a.m. Throw the kids in the car; they're asleep, and then we get there around twelve or one in the afternoon, just in time for lunch. And then we keep, we have our car to go get to everything um, from then. But short trip, if you fly in and fly out, you have the Disney transportation, which is key because you can get everywhere you want to go. Um, I don't know. Any other tips? Well. Hopper. I don't yeah. know. You you should get a hopper as long as you're experienced and you need to either. You can't do parks and food. Well, I don't think you need to choose. I, I agree. Yeah. You need to choose. Are you going to do the parks and totally run yourself ragged plain? Or are you going to go the dining route and eat some really good meals? So So. I'm actually the queen of going down for like 36 hours. Like y'all know I do this like all the time. Right. And I still don't understand the last trip. Oh, I know. Well, you know, every Lauren, Lauren wanted me down there. She said, I need your like input, Chris, when I eat that bloody hamburger at Burger Deluxe. Yeah. Yeah, You went down for like 12 hours. (sighs) You know what? I, I was there for 24 hours. Well, Okay. 18. Yeah. You weren't so. there for 24 hours. Yeah. It was like 18 hours. It was worth it though, because I got to go to downtown Maybe. Disney with y'all and I never go there. And I don't know that I would have done any of that stuff if I hadn't. Um, but the thing is you drove you. eight hours there, played for 18, maybe, and then drove another 12. Cause part of that 18, you slept. Um, that's true. I only slept like four hours though. Cause I, I lit. Okay. So here's what happened. I got up at four at my house, at my house. I was there before 12 o'clock and then I hung out with y'all and then we went back to the room. We chatted probably till midnight, you know, typical lady stuff. And then I woke up at four in the morning and went home. So yeah, it's true. It was really, it was really crazy. Um, it was also fun. So, but, um, yeah, it was good. Anyway, so I, I am really bad about doing that. And mostly because I, I'll be perfectly honest, I feel really guilty when I'm away from the kids for too long, unless I'm in Jamaica, 
because I don't think I felt guilty there at all. But anyway, I feel guilty when I'm away from my kids. And, um, so I try to get down there, see as much as I can and come back as soon as I possibly can. And, um, the, uh, I, I, I tend to stay really cheap to be honest, because I, I can't really afford to not stay cheap, but also because I mean, it's, I'm by myself or maybe it's just me and someone else. So anyway, um, I stay cheap, but I eat well. Well, and you stay on property though. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I stay at pop pop is like my go-to if I'm not using my DVC points, I'm staying at pop generally speaking. But yeah. And on those trips, you kind of just use it as a room. So you're, yeah. you're out meeting people and in, in the parks yeah. and going to meal dinner with people. And, and, see, and I I'm, stay cheap and I eat cheap. Oh, see, no, I can't eat cheap. I, if I'm there for a short amount of time, I'm not going to take much time to sit down and like eat like a full bona fide meal. I'm going to pack some granola bars. I'm going to oh, buy some fruit. I, I, 13 miles in a day, my friend. Yep. That's my, that's my idea of a Disney day. Yeah. I mean, I, I know what you're saying and, and I, I like to cover a lot of, you know, trout, but food is really important to me. Like I don't like to eat bad food, but also because, and I'm really lucky. I know a lot of people down there now. So when I go down, I usually am meeting up with people and they want to go out to eat. And so do I, and we'll, we want to sit for a couple hours and hang out. But I think you're right. I think the average person doing a weekend is probably not doing that. Yeah. See to me, like, and and this this sounds absolutely terrible, but people slow me down. If I'm yes. down there for a short weekend trip, people slow me down. Like I, I have an agenda, people. I have rides to get to. I have shows to see. Yeah. I, I have like food as fuel on that entire weekend. I, I may sit down and eat one full meal every day. But other than that, I'm snacking with like food that is fuel. So yeah. one good, good, solid whole grains. I need, I need energy. One thing I would say is that if you, especially if you have an annual pass, but even if you don't, if you can swing it, just try it once, try a really short trip, two nights, three nights, whatever. Um, and do like Sharpie and just see a ton of stuff. And it's really a lot of fun. It's a very different experience. I find I get so much like, I don't know, so much out of it. Um, yeah, that's true. And, There's like two two ways to do it. Like you, you, Chris, you were saying that, you know, sometimes you go and it's a social trip and you're just kind of right. hanging out. And then sometimes you go and it's commando and you're just going, go, go, go. And you can hit so many rides when you're just single rider or yeah. whatever all by yourself and you're not dining and you're just snacking and going. Exactly. And you can single rider it back to back to back to back to back. Yep. Unless you're like me and your idea of a ride is Carousel of Progress. You can single ride that too. I you, do. Yeah, you can take that for a spin as many times as you yes, like. Yes, it's mm. fantastic. Okay. Kimberly writes, we are planning a trip in February 2017. What are your tips for park touring strategies on race weekends? We will not be participating in the race, just there at the same time. Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. Early in the morning, either one of them. Choose one or the other. Do not go to Epcot in the morning. Do not go to Magic Kingdom in the morning. Epcot and Magic Kingdom are both totally fine in the afternoon, though. Can I can I tell you, uh -huh. I don't follow that rule at all, and I've never found the race, not the princess at least, I've never found the princess to be that intrusive. Now, are the majority, I know sometimes when we've gone, the majority of people are there to race and then go. They're not, is that still true or are they, are they now really? Yeah, no, not with princess. Cause you know why, you know what princess is? Princess is ladies weekend. Let me tell you everywhere you go, you will see. And it's the best thing ever because it's safe. They can go, they can eat, they can drink, they can have a great time and they can do their race. And it's not like going to, and I was thinking about this the other day. It's not like going to Vegas, you know, a bunch of girls get together, they go to Las Vegas, bad things could happen there, New Orleans, whatever. At Disney, you are very safe. And so it's a great time for women to get out. They go in groups. You will see gaggles of women everywhere you go that weekend. It's just a fun weekend, but the resorts are packed with people. Um, the restaurants are packed. And the parks, I thought, were more busy 
after the races than they are with like, obviously the half or the full marathon, which is like a lot of really serious runners coming in. Um, but I, I see where you're going with that Sharpie, where you're saying maybe avoid those parks, but I've, I have not avoided those parks. I thought they were, they were okay. So, and I'm talking more about like the disturb, like the disturbed traffic patterns and stuff like that. That's a problem that, but if you're on the bus, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. If you're driving to a park yourself, it's kind of a pain, but if you're on the bus, it's not a problem. But you'll, you'll see people wear their, their race medals around Walt Disney world for, for the next week. Yeah. And you're like, stop it up. Stop it. Bragger. No, (laughs) no. Making us all feel like slackers. Gosh. If I ran the marathon, I'd wear that. I'd wear it to like public. You better believe it. Like, I'd be yeah, wearing yeah. it to bed that night. They they wear it. They, you're right. They wear them the whole time. They they come to the parks and they're, and they're running gear and everything, you know, afterward. But it is, I think it's the greatest thing ever because princess, the princess half gets so many women in there. They're racing. They're having a good time. It is really, it's a ladies weekend. And I have never seen so many groups of women, all ages, moms, daughters, grandmas, the whole nine yards. It was, it was really fun to watch. So if we have single mouse chat men that are looking to meet <laughs> someone else who loves Disney. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know what, You're looking Steve? for your princess. You're looking for your princess. There you go. We should have, you know what we should do? We should have, um, tour set up for single guys <laughs> to go during race weekend. That's a brilliant idea, mm-hmm. Steve. Get on those rooms. And they could be like, oh, I think I found your slipper. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it fits. You know what? With all these ideas, I don't understand why you were dateless for so long. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I think we should move on to the next question. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. I do not know the answer to this question, but I do believe Lisa will. Allison writes, a friend who used to be a cast member told me you have to be with a cast member to buy anything at the character warehouse. Is this true? At the character warehouse? No. I don't even know what that is. Character warehouse is a public place. If she's making reference to, um, oh my gosh. Well, it used to be called property control. Property control. And then there was one down below. Yeah, then there's one that used to be under the Magic Kingdom in the tunnels that was... um, Oh my gosh, that was like my second home. uh, What was that place called? Um, uh, Yeah. I don't remember, but they had a shop under um, the Magic Kingdom in the tunnels. But now they have... Last time we went, next to property control is a giant building or tent that's got like leftover merchandise... They probably moved it out there because space in yeah, the tunnels is limited. Yeah. Um, and for that, you um, you have to go with a cast member to get in there. But yeah. Character Warehouse, they have, I think, two locations in Orlando, and they're at um, outlet malls. And you, they're just like any other store. They get um, discontinued merchandise. They get some slightly not perfect things and things that didn't sell well. And they discount them. And sometimes you can get a really great discount. And other times you're like, mm, meh. Yeah, we've 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 had some really great deals there and found some really unique merchandise. Uh, a few years ago, uh, they offered a promotion where if you bought, I think it was like $1,000 or $1,200 worth of Disney gift cards before your trip, they sent you a matted framed castle that was composed of Disney trading pins. Oh, cool. They do have a lot of pins. Yeah. We, we were able to pick up, pick up that framed thing that you had to spend a thousand dollars in order to be able to get. Uh, And I think we paid, I think we paid $65 for it. Oh, cause they couldn't get rid of them. Yeah. And, and, and the lady said that they had only gotten, I think five of them in. And the first three they got in sold within 20 minutes and they had just put the two out and we bought one of them. And then someone right behind us bought the other one. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes you find we, when we drive to Disney and we go to the character warehouse, which is the one you can just get into at the outlet mall, you know, we'll buy a ton of plush for Pixie vacation clients and um, things like that. And we'll fill up the Yukon with a bunch of Disney stuff. And then property control, it's been a while since I've been over there, but they used to also sell at property control, like the old trucks and cars and boats and I mean, anything, any old Disney or 
they used to sell bags of sunglasses, you know, that from lost and found, like Ew. just a trash bag full of sunglasses for 50 bucks, um, of unclaimed sunglasses and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then they have all the, you know, figurines where the nose is broken off of Mickey Mouse and, you know, all that kind of stuff at property control, highly discounted for cast members because it's just damaged merchandise that they can't sell. So. Just in case you've ever wanted a Mickey Mouse without a nose. Without a no- or if you have the nose and you just that are looking happen. for the Mickey Mouse, they, they might have it there. And they have, all, you know, all your, after Halloween is over, the Halloween merchandise will be there. And, yeah. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. knowing you, mm-hmm. when you saw the huge bag of used sunglasses, were you just slightly tempted to buy it? I was, because you're like, you're thinking <laughs> maybe there's a pair of really nice sunglasses in that bag that you can't mm-hmm. see because you got to figure um or they'll find you know they used to have some of the cameras and whatever if they don't get claimed they end up over at property control and this nice. was a long time ago they, maybe that's all that all that's changed i don't know and, it, and it's like an old it's behind the magic kingdom and you know they have a lot that's all fenced in where they have all the vehicles and now they auction a lot of it off i think they have like um regular auctions or silent auctions for the, for the cars and stuff. You know, these are like the white trucks that drive around or the white DVC vans or whatever after they're so old. Wow. Um, I bought some video games. They used to have video games from the arcade. I bought a couple of video games there years ago. So, but they used to have cool stuff. So we'll have to go back over there and see what they have. Okay. So, this next one is from Jesse, and it's not quite as exciting as property control and a bag of sunglasses, but mm-hmm. I think all of you have been to Hilton Head, so you can answer this. Jesse writes, have any of you been to Disney's Hilton Head Island or Hilton Head Resort? Would it be worth a trip? Are there any Disney touches or characters? We'll let Sharpie start. Uh, yes, definitely worth the trip. It is, the resort is a lot of fun, especially if you have kids or if you're there with like a big group, uh, just lot, lots of activities, things like that. It is the total opposite of, of a Disney parks vacation. It is laid back. Um, the, the low country, it, it will spoil you with, with, the, the the joy of just watching the tides come and go because Hilton Head has among the highest and lowest tides in the world. Very, very, very cool fun fact about Hilton Head. Uh, but they've actually been recently experimenting with some Disney characters there, namely Donald Duck. Uh, I, and I've heard, heard rumors of, of, of them making it a little bit more permanent. I've heard rumors that it's only seasonal. Uh, so definitely something to keep in mind. You never know. Uh, the thing to remember is there is not an on-site uh, table service restaurant. Uh, you have two quick service locations, one at the resort itself and one over at the beach house. Uh, Disney Resort at Hilton Head is not a beachfront property. Uh, it is a marsh front property uh, that is on an island within the island. So it's on the um, Shelter Cove Marina. Uh, and yeah, you, you cross a little bit of a bridge to get over to the island where Disney's resort is located. Um, not an incredibly handicap accessible friendly resort. Uh, only only the main lodge building has an elevator in it, and all of the buildings are at least a half to a full story up off the ground because it is in a, a tidal marsh area. So we visited in the summer, we visited in the winter. We always have an absolute blast. Wonderful time. Brand new shopping center located just um, probably a five to eight minute walk away from the, the resort. Uh, fantastic, fantastic shopping. Very, very high end. Uh, there had been an indoor mall there. They tore down most of the mall and built an outdoor shopping plaza. Really cool, really cool stuff. Now, are there restaurants in that area? There are tons of restaurants. Oh, Great dining looks- out. Um, but in that new area that they just built or no? Yes. Tons, oh, cool. Yeah. Tons of really great, really great dining options. Uh, a really, really high end uh, Kroger store. One of the largest Kroger stores I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and also uh, Whole Foods is is just a little ways up 
uh, there now, uh, as well as a fresh market. So if you've ever, oh, that's nice. uh, ever, ever experienced Whole Foods or fresh market. So, so you can pick up some supplies for your uh, kitchen and you're stocked up for the week. Yep. We, we rarely, rarely, rarely ever eat out. Uh, maybe once per trip. And, and I'm not even sure I could say that for certain because uh, we cook cook almost all of our meals while we're there. Yeah. Love to grill out. It's one of our favorite things to do while we're staying at Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. Yeah. We went once, uh, of course we, we went, we went during the winter. It's very hard to get in in spring or summer. Uh, so we did go to the winter during the winter just for we a week. February. Uh, it must've been February. Break. Yeah. It was chilly. Um, but we wanted to take a look. The rooms are kind of reminding where you have, uh, been to the old Key West at, Disney World. So they reminded me of that where they're your larger uh, rooms. So we had a one bedroom. So there's a lot of space, uh, which is nice. And then um, what else? Oh, they have a dog. They have a dog that shadow. Yeah. And we kept looking for shadow, but I don't think we ever found shadow anywhere, but there's some legend of this, you know, this dog that was a fisherman's dog or something to that effect. And it's at the resort. Um, and then there's a lot of, restaurants just on Hilton Head Island, but it's definitely a, a, the laid back experience. And the nice thing is, is you, if you've been to Disney, you can see the Disney touches when you check in, there's some little Disney figurines and there's some little Disney touches. And um, when you get to your room, you know, there's little things where you'll see like the paw prints in the cement or in the tile work when you walk in and there's like some things carved into the little bench where there's like a little fishing bench and thing to hang. I think there's like a little heart carved in there with, or some little Mickey and Minnie references, but there's little, there's little Disney touches. And then there's a little teeny Disney store at the pool. Um, and they have the Disney name tag. So it's, it gives you that kind of Disney slight Disney feel or experience, but it's at like a standard resort where you would, you know, take a non Disney vacation. So it's a good mix. And they just finished major renovations last year. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, and the rooms? Oh, yeah. The Ooh. rooms are, are completely completely renovated. Ooh, nice. Soft good and hard good renovation. So. Okay. That's good. New flooring, was, new, new couches, oh, new, upholstery, new design, little, new light fixtures. Did they get rid of all the little footprints and stuff? Uh, in most of the resort, yes. There, there are still some, some hints around the resort that you'll see. Uh, a really, really cool hidden Mickey on one of the old live oak trees uh-huh. uh, and Minnie and Mickey's name carved in the bench by the front door oh, of your right. room okay. in a one bedroom or larger. Yeah. So cool, cool, cool little Disney touches like that. Yeah. That's what I, I kind of like about it because it reminds you, it has that familiar feel and the staff is great, just like at a Disney resort and they're very friendly and all that, but you get to experience somewhere totally different. And I haven't been to Vero um, Beach I wonder, I'm assuming that might be the same. So we haven't been to Vero beach either. We'd love to go. All right, Chris, who's next. Okay. This is a Lisa question. Stephanie writes, does Disneyland offer the same kind of discounts that Walt Disney world offers? Why is this a Lisa question? Because you own the agency. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, yes and no. Right. Are, Are we talking about, promos or are we talking like merchandise discounts with an ep i'm sorry room room and resort discounts oh so so you're never going to get free dining there of course because they don't really do dining they're not big on food yeah um but we have a couple on the you want to do it well i was going to say no they they really don't i mean disney world has so many more rooms to fill they're going to offer better things right um, you can get room discounts. They're kind of few and far between. They do, I, they do very well with their pass holder discounts, I will say. But that's their, um, their audience. Right. So They're, their pass holder discounts are better. And they do have some, you know, 20 to 30%, yeah. you know, depending on the room category and type of room um, yeah, and resort. Yeah. They'll have the very limited. We just had one, and I think it just ended, where it was like 20% off, but it was only... Yeah very high level room categories. And it's, you know, for like a Tuesday through Thursday stay, very limited availability. Um, yeah. Like everyone's saying, they just don't have the amount of rooms there and it's very popular. So they're, they don't need to fill rooms. So the, the deals are few and far between. 
Okay. This is a fun one. And I think we're, I I know the answer we're all going to have. Todd writes, I'm, I'm looking to go for a quick trip in November and wanted to know if the behind the scenes tours are worth the money. Oh, they're awesome. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> any, any one that you can do, do. I mean, they're just so fun and you will get entirely different insight into your park that you're going to. Well, then so. I think the nice thing about those is the people that run them are so animated, so informed, so enthusiastic, yes. just so perfect. They make you love it. Yeah. And plus they really do approach the tour as an opportunity to tell the story. It's not just, Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. They use the tour yeah. as an opportunity to unpack what Disney packs into its parks. Yeah. They're fantastic. I mean, you know, for a hundred dollars or whatever, $90, it's well worth it. Especially if you've been, you know, multiple times and you want to try to do something different. Yeah. All right. I mean, they're all, even the behind the seeds tour, which is, over at the land, which is a lot cheaper. I mean, it used to- Everyone loves that. <laughs> I mean, it's a it great to, intro tour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I did it, I did it for in my college days and I did a paper on it and it was $5 to do the tour. So I, I know it's a lot more than that now, but it's it's one of the more reasonable ones and it's easy to get into. But then your other ones that we've done over at Magic Kingdom, uh, what, what were they called? Do you remember, Chris or Lisa? Oh gosh. It's the, the in behind, is it behind the magic? Maybe. I can't remember. They Sharpie all, would know that. They all sound the same. They blend after a while. Uh, but, it's the backstage magic. Yep, the yeah, that's day. what it was. Yeah, backstage <laughs> magic. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, but that tour, I mean, that it's a little more pricey, but it, it's worth every penny. It was, it was really well awesome. Done. And there's always the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I still haven't done that one, but you keep, you keep telling yes, me. Yes, you have. Have I? I was on that tour with you, Steve. Oh, oops. Maybe I did do that one. Is that the Cinderella one? Keys to the Kingdom or Backstage Magic? Oh, that I thought that was the Backstage Magic one. No, the Backstage Magic is the is the one that's eight hours. Or oh, seven. I have. Okay, oh. so we didn't do I would have confused magic. them, too. All right, so we did Keys to the Kingdom. Yep. Okay. All right, keys so Keys to, to the Kingdom was Because that was Magic Kingdom only. Okay. Oh, and then the keys other one. Keys to the Kingdom. Key, oh. All right. Okay. And then the backstage magic is the this. one that takes you to all the different parks. And it's four a, parks as well as uh, horticultural services or the horticultural facility. Oh, that would be cool. Excellent. I love that. I did like the horticultural one years ago when I was like, well, years ago. And it was so interesting. It was through Epcot and it was amazing. Amazing. And there's also the Undiscovered Future World Tour. Uh, the Wild by Design tour over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Mm. The Behind Our Steam Trains tour at Magic Kingdom. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Okay. The next one is good. And I I actually know this one quite well because I'm a very bad parent and I send my child to childcare all the time um, at Disney. Not all the time, but once in a while because I can only afford once in a while. Anne writes, can you still send your kids to the kids clubs, such as a Cubs den at Fort Wilderness or at Wilderness Lodge, if you are staying off property, yes. And your kids will have a blast. And I joke around and say that my kids go a lot. My daughter begs me to send her to the Neverland Club. Well, it's called Lilo's Playhouse now, the Polly. She begs every single time. And I'm like, no, it's too expensive. But they're awesome. Well, they raise the price now. Yeah. So it's a, two of the ones, I think the one at beach club and the one at the poly, it's a set, is it $65 and they can stay all night. Um, and there are different activities. And of course, you know, they do feed them. They take great care of them. There's a very, very low, um, you know, there's a lot of staff cast members there. There's only a handful of kids usually. And, um, you know, of course, like a daughter, a kid like mine, I mean, she just, she adores going. So. So if you can swing it, they'll love it. Okay, right. next one. We have another Anne, and she writes, are late night extra magic hours usually lower crowds even during the holidays? Oh, that's a tough one. Depends on um, how late you stay. Yeah, it all depends on how late you stay. It depends on what the weather has been like that day. I think, um, I, I think in general, the late night, I mean, when they're late, late, when we're talking like midnight, 1, 2 a.m., 
I think they, they're definitely more weeded out than if you had early magic hours. That's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not a lot of people that want to stay. They're like, wow, we can stay till 2 a.m. And, of course, we're diehards, so we'll, yes. so we'll do it. But there's a lot of people. You that- think you're going to do it, but you have, has, have you ever, like, I've never made it that late. I'm going to surprise you here. Of course I have. Yes, <laughs> you have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we've been in the Magic Kingdom quite late. I, I think one o'clock for me, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. It gets so. tough after one. You can pull it off till one, and then from then on, it's pretty tiring. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have one, I think we probably only have time for one more, and it's actually a good one. And Candace, I want to congratulate you for opening up a can of worms. So Candace writes, I can't bring myself to pay for the very merry Christmas party. What is your favorite Disney Christmas activity slash experience other than the very merry Christmas party? Oh, don't say it. You know, you want to everyone. What? My favorite activity. I want to say Osborne and you can't go anymore. No, No. I'm saying resort hopping. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just did. Well, if you can't, if you're, if you're worried about the cost, which a lot of people are now with the Halloween party and the Christmas party. So you're not the only one um, with the price increase. So, I mean, the cheap, awesome alternative is just resort hop. There's so many great things on the monorail to see. Go get some uh, something to eat, get a snack. And you know what you could do is go into the Magic Kingdom during one of the party nights and leave casually, slowly, at your leisure, and you could probably experience some of the snow. You're not going to get to do a whole yeah. lot. You don't want to break the rules, but you can you can get an appreciation for the... Um, the decorations in full and they really kind of usher you out pretty quickly. Right, but though. even at seven o'clock, they're in full swing. But not the parade, not the no, good stuff. No, you're not going to get to see the parade, but I'm saying the decorations and possibly some snow on main street. On and the thing up. to remember is the closer you get to Christmas when they, when there are no more Christmas parties, you yeah. essentially have the same, same parade, same parade, same Decorations, same, same decorations, you have to same be snow there. on Main Street, but you're right. You're with a whole lot more people. And and I think that, how late does a party go this year? It's the 20th, right? Which is really late. Oh, they run that the party till December 20th? I believe it goes to the 20th this year because I had clients booking the 18th, and I thought that was the last night, and it was not. So it goes pretty late. So I don't know. So when, when I read this, the first thing I thought was Osborne lights and a little tear rolled down my face. And, and of course that's not available anymore. I really do like resort hopping. I have to agree, but that's not my favorite thing to do at Christmas. I mean, my favorite thing to do at Christmas is when they turn the lights on, they do the show in front of the castle. It used to be that Cinderella decorated, you know, the fairy godmother decorated the castle for Cinderella. And now it's the Anna and Elsa and they decorate the castle. Um, That's the best thing. That's the best thing of all. Oh, no, I just checked. The latest Christmas party this year is the 22nd. Wow. Okay. So it's going really late this year. Really late this year. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, I think, I think the castle lights being turned on when it's really dark in the park and then all of a sudden, bam, they're lit, especially if you've never seen them before. It's pretty, pretty impressive. I, I personally enjoy the candlelight processional over at Epcot. I'm, I knew you were going to mention that because you I, like that kind of thing. I do. I, I'm a sucker for it. I'm hoping, I really hope that they do something to kind of take the place of Osborne Lights. They don't have to do anything big. Just throw me a bone. But for this year? Yeah. It's all nothing. I can't imagine. No, they'll throw something together. Mm. It could happen. I don't know. To surprise us. Somebody's probably working on it right now. I'm sure they're working on something long term, but I don't think there's going to be anything short term we'll see yeah. well i'm just going to be positive steve okay you all right so um by the way you know we're talking about december should we mention to close the show that we have the mouse chat meetup yeah we have the mouse chat meetup it's first over, weekend in december come on out december come hang out with us 10th 11th no steve well <laughs> yeah that's when you're having your special meetup that's when you no. told me it was 
<laughs> That's Steve's meet and greet down I'm at gonna be the, there, like, uh, the where, pedicure palace. Where is everybody? <laughs> pedicure palace. At the pedicure palace. Oh, God. We need to get here? you one of those while we're down when? here. Maybe we could film so, it. So, Chris, when is it? I'll tell you when it is. Mm-hmm. It's the 3rd of December. It's December so, 3rd. Yes. Oh, see, I would have missed the whole thing. Yeah, you okay, would have missed I've got it. Thing. I've got it, Steve. So December is 12, so it's 1, 2, 3. Oh, 1, 2, 3. So, so Saturday, I think we're going to try to do a scavenger hunt for Mouse Chat fans. So I'll put it at mousechat.net where you can sign up for the scavenger hunt. And and, and um, we can have as many people as we want. We just like to kind of get an idea of how many people are going to go. Yeah. Um, so, it's an Epcot, right? So we're not just all standing there and nobody shows up. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're doing Epcot, Lisa. That sound good? story that's it all right so we'll do, do you Epcot. know what we should do this year we mm. should after the scavenger hunt we should all do a ride yes and then we'll, that's a good idea and then we'll all then we'll then we'll uh hang in out mexico. in the the uh, frozen line for five hours <laughs> well, we could all do mexico i mean there's never hardly a ride for that yes or the, the little boat and we can do the little boat in mexico Yes. And we can come up with a chant, mouse chat chant to My gosh. everybody at dinner. As they- Maybe we should get our one of our listeners, if you could send in a great chant for us to do, mm-hmm. that would be great. Because we're not very creative. Chris Wood. What? What are you doing? Am I causing trouble? Send so December 3rd, we're going to meet at Epcot. I'll, we'll set up the time and... Uh, place and we'll do a scavenger hunt with some prizes for the winners and then we'll do a ride and uh, we'll see if there's any we plan. And then we're going to head over to uh, jelly rolls where Chris Wood's going to lead us in uh, yes. a rousing rendition of piano man. I, yes. <laughs> so probably all of, all of that will take place except for the jelly rolls. You missed yeah, last year. Last year we did jelly rolls and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But what we, I don't think we can repeat. No, you wouldn't want good. to repeat it. It was too special. Yes, it was awesome. It was special. very good. So it was totally special. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So Lisa, you wrap it up. All right. You didn't answer me. You just kind of finger rolled. Okay. Did you really do the finger roll, Lisa? Yeah, kind of. Ugh, it's so obnoxious. Okay. So I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. We can use those on a show or on another uh, listener question episode. Uh, you can, let's see, what else? You can go to iTunes or go over to mousechat.net and you can download our shows there. There's plenty to choose from. Thank you so much for listening and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. Thank you.